welcome back to Precious Words, The Moral Code. Entering our zone, getting into the vibe that I provide. Today's topic is going to be understanding and knowing. This is going to be on the shores of experience. So connect with yours on this one. Really open your mind and explore throughout yourself, your past experiences, your own story while I share some of mine. Now, before we get into uh, today's topic, let's review last week's topic, along with some key points to keep in mind as we continue along. Last week, I went into the definition of morphing, which is the altering of an image, and included my version of self, which is the state of growing, changing, growing, you know, mentioning my newly blessed title as a mother and talked around how I view life and my goals for motherhood, things of that nature. Taking a glimpse further back to my breakdown of reason or understanding, um, you know, when I talk, uh, and that's with self versus self, self versus man, self versus world, and self versus high power. Now just take a little recap into that, and I do plan on recapping, you know, this breakdown each time. Self versus self, you as an individual with or without outside or surrounding factors. Now, <clears throat> life events, uh, along with many things that you go through um, before influences really start to play a part in who you are. Um, the things that surround you, um, I did say it builds character, um, or you can look at it as it expresses your character. Um, it brings out who you are <clears throat> beside these things. Self versus man. This is family, friends, predators, or prey. Types of relationships that influence uh, directly who you want or who you will be. Now, this is the cautionary period for tender ages um, because certain things are introduced and, you know, form habits, behavior problems, whatsoever. Um, next, we have self versus world. Uh, getting introduced into the classes, the social ladder, how the men and our women, you know, that set forth major influences, um, how it trickles down from them onto your community that surrounds you. Um, meaning, you know, the different uh, role models that you have, that you look up to, things of that nature, how they play a role in your world. Then you have self versus higher power. This is where you reflect on what you do or what you have done, who you desire to be versus who you have become. So this is uh, self versus self kind of can form right here, as I said before. Uh, this is where reflection of self comes in. This is where uh, you're motivated from this stage, meaning you leap back to the top of the list, you know, self versus self and you know break your break your way down now i did mention this that real time others and including myself place self versus high power first last and throughout all interactions of life now let's get into it understanding and knowing before I give the actual definitions of understanding and knowing, I want you to think. Think on what does 
these two words mean to me. Think on that. For those who are woke, uh, spiritually inclined, whichever um, term or phrase suits you, understanding is not the best term to be used. Um, from my understanding, it's supposed to be overstand, or I believe that is the correct term. Um, though I feel uh, the word understand is commonly used to express a portion of knowing, um, that this is why I use understand. But life beholds obstacles, trials, or tribulations, and in that relationships are either formed or broken. From the key guide of self versus self, self versus man, self versus world, and self versus higher power, the two key things within the different experiences we have throughout life is knowing and understanding. Now, let's look at the actual definitions and uh, work our way from from there. Understanding by definition is to perceive the intended meaning of either words, languages, or a speaker. Another definition is to interpret or view something in a particular way. And the last definition is to be sympathetically or knowledgeably aware of the character or nature. For the first example given, or the first definition, there is an example given, and it's make himself understood, okay? The second example is infer something from information received. The third example given is, I understand how you feel. Now, let's take a look into the definition given for knowing or knowledge to be exact. Facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education. The theoretical or practical understanding of a subject. The second definition would be awareness of familiar or familiarity, if I said that right, gained by experience of a fact or situation. Now for the first definition, Attached is philosophy, true, justified belief, certain understanding as opposed to opinion. Let that sit. Now, like I mentioned, through life, relationships are either formed or broken upon knowing and or understanding. Rather, Understanding a person and knowing where they come from, or knowing a person and understanding where they come from. Looking back to each definition, there is a portion of one another in each other. Understanding as mentioned by definition is a way for us to see something in a way only we can understand or relate to. 
with the power of interpreting, interpreting it into our own language of understanding, of course. This is how a lot of us either survive or settle. When you love someone or when you value someone, you try your best to understand where they come from. And we use this understanding to meet each other halfway in life or all the way, depending on relationship and, you know, the leveling of all that. Now, the portion that keeps us actively on our toes when a situation is bad or not healthy is knowing or knowledge. Is that fact that reminds us of our worth or values, regardless of being able to understand or overstand, depending. Now, this balance of the two is what, in in my opinion, of course, is what helps nourishes our morals and grow on our principles or growth in our principles. Have you ever wondered why some people aren't too easy on forgiving? They stand on the fact that Oh, they knew better. They just choose to. Others are easy on forgiving. Through the moral of the story, well, though the moral of the story, not through, my apologies. Though the moral of the story is to forgive, but never forget. Now let's work backwards. For me, I am one of the ones who can forgive, but I always remember. Why? Some people say you hold grudges and it's no point of forgiving someone if you're just going to hold it against them. The main part about forgiving and not forgiving, excuse me, forgiving and not forgetting, my apologies, is for your own protection. If someone steals from your home, just for a prime example. Now, the reason I start with home is because when something is done to someone, you feel away and it hits home. They say, oh, that hit home. My heart, my feelings, you know, my soul ain't right. It just, you know, your body is a part of your home. You feel safe with yourself. You can trust yourself, you know, to certain extents and a whole bunch of other stuff. And when it comes to your actual home, you know, some goes out crazy, you know, something's crazy going on outside. You feel safer inside your home, inside your room, inside your bed where you dream, where you, you know, change your clothes, you know, change your face, try out different personalities, different characters, where you sing your heart out, where you cry your eyes out. So that's why the example of home. Now, say someone steals from your home, okay? At first, you may not have them in your house for a while. Then it progresses, you know, especially like, you know, they're cool peoples. We do a whole bunch of stuff, but they got sticky fingers, you know, you know. So it it progresses, you know, you have them in your house. You keep them in common areas, though, and stuff that you care about, find to be valuable. You have them tucked away in rooms they should not be in.
loosens up a little bit when it comes down to the tension um, when they're in your home. Only thing is, when something comes up missing, of course you're going to think, has so-and-so been in my house lately? Now, for me, when it comes to my peace of mind, I let go easy of people. Now, this doesn't mean I don't forgive, because I do. It helps my peace. But the moral is, I know how to move around people, as they say. Now, it's layers to people and also to situations. For me to weigh out the outcome of a situation, it depends on the roles played and the responses given, rather an action or comment. Now, picture the earth and its many layers from the very surface that we stand on all the way down to its core. Now, when you hit someone's core, that's the end of it. Well, at least for some. Now, if they love you or love that you need them because they need to be needed, as I mentioned prior in the last session, or they feel wanted enough, whatever the case, they will cool off and rebuild over that drilled hole that touches their core and try again. Some like myself, if they fear or feel that you're getting close to hitting their core or any kind of breach to their core, they either abort shit and dip or the trespassers get their due warning before a verbal or physical expression arises. Now, when I say due warning, with me, it's like strikes. You have one strike two strikes some people are fortunate enough to get a third strike but this is not baseball ladies and gentlemen everybody has their limit and normally after you repeat yourself once a verbal or physical expression does arise now of course in the beginning of any relationship lines are drawn or explained if not understood. So if you cross me and you know from what I have shared that I don't get down with something or I don't care for certain things and you come my way with these things that I have expressed or implied to be discomforting, you do not care for my well-being, peace of mind, or my comfort. Either A, if I see you, I won't speak. I won't even acknowledge your presence. Or B, if I see you, I would speak. Maybe engage in small talk to catch up, but I will keep it pushing. I'm a B kind of person, mostly. It's maybe one or two people in this world is a definite A for me. (laughs) For some relationships, it's circumstantial. And let me tell you something, blood to me does not mean anything, if I'm being honest. When it comes down to, you know, lines drawn and respect given and all that good stuff. Because we're all human. We're all came in this world alone. We're all going to leave out this world alone. I'm not going to die with all my cousins. I'm not going to die with my brothers and my sisters. As I need to respect and give respect for them and look out for them, vice versa. If that cannot be 
reciprocate it, then <laughs> you know where you stand. You know how to move. See, my line drawn, you know, and this is speaking for my A, not acknowledge your presence. Keep it pushing. Don't speak. My line is force and ball-faced liars. Now, people lie, okay? And like I mentioned before, forgiveness and forget and never forget and, you know, chalk it up to who they are, basically chalking it up to who they are. It's just certain things you don't depend too much for certain people, for certain, you know, for certain things, you just don't depend on too many people for certain stuff. That's how I move. Now, when I say ball face liars, I mean when people act blind to what they do and who they are, denying that they ever had any, any play, any play at all to something they clearly did. Now, I can't get too much into it because that's a little too personal for me, but force is a most definite A for me. And that's another whole different story. But basically, you're trying to force me to be somebody I'm not. Force me to, you know, do something that I don't want to do. Force me to, you know, that's an A. That's, that's a class A for me. But jumping back on the main tracks of this topic. Knowing someone gives room for one to understand where they may be coming from. Now, example, an only child or spoiled children grow up to be difficult adults. Having to see life one way, some just can't understand where someone is coming from because they don't know any better. Now, I feel like as an adult, you have no choice but to experience different people and different lifestyles because you never know who you may need or what you need to learn from them and vice versa, in case you run into something you may not understand to accomplish or complete said task. Meaning, no matter how you grow up, where you grow up, you have to be able to adjust. Because in life, diversity is everywhere. As soon as you step out your door, you may have been loved greatly and your neighbor is hated Definitely from their family. You may have nothing and your neighbor has everything. You may have morals and your neighbor has none. Now these are just extremes, but you get my point. Now from experience, I know how to deal with people formally and informally. Business professional versus street professional is how I like to put it. Now, I'm not saying I go out fighting and confronting and nah, 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 nah. Because knowing how to handle business, I treat my time and peace of mind like a business asset that you have to protect because it helps with your investments, all that good stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like a think of it like a business deal to maintain order, right? You need to maintain your order. 
when it comes to business, I'm respected because the down-to-earth ways that I've learned throughout my life uh, outside of school, out on the streets. This highlights the principles or the principle of how I handle business and the values in which I use to carry out business with the grace of my professionalism. Now, they say life is the best teacher, right? Experience is the best way to learn things. And I agree. One thing I have learned, and this is from my experience, is that you can't help or force anyone to do anything or see anything any other way than they do until they are ready to see what you are seeing or you are pointing out. Now, this is me on both sides of the fence. Me helping and me getting help. It's a lot of stuff. And you know, like when your parents tell you, well, one day you'll see. One day you'll see what I'm talking about. One day you're going to think back. And you're going to say, oh, my mama told me this. Oh, my dad told me this. Oh, my grandma said this. A party is like, I think, I don't know. Or, mm-hmm. And then when it hit, you're like, oh, damn. That's what they was talking about. So they have to see it when they are ready to see it. Not, it's your choice. Oh, now I'm ready to see it. No, no, no. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. Like, you have to go through something to trigger the understanding of knowing what it is that someone is trying to tell you. But how I take it is that today, I may not be taken for face value. But tomorrow, best believe, I will be. And the reason, the reason I like that saying is because in life, dealing with people... A lot of people don't think you can do certain things. People don't take me for my face value. People don't take me if I say this, this is what I mean. If I say I'm going to get it done, I'm going to get it done. If I say, "Mm, it's my process, my life, I'm going to progress regardless. I'm going to thrive regardless. I'm a fighter, I'm a survivor, and I'm more than just a survivor. I am more than just surviving. I am thriving. You may not believe me today, but best believe when you see me tomorrow, guess what? You have no choice but to leave because it's happening. It's in your face. So that's my saying, you know. Today I may be not taken for face value, but tomorrow, best believe, I will be. Standing firm on principles and values is what I do. And many of us, I learned that from my mom. I mean, yeah, me and my mom may have her ups and downs. She may be a little crazy. I may be a little crazy, whatever, whatever. But one thing she does that I love about her, she stands firm on her principle and her values. Because, because life experiences. In life, you learn that you will lose all things physical and gain many different physical things in its place of which you lost. But one thing that is not tangible, one thing is not physical, that cannot be taken away, but given away only, is worth more than 
is worth more than anything you can buy. And this is character. Character is made up of principles and morals. So, your character, who you are, is worth everything. My name is Precious. Are you Precious, though? Forget my name. This is who I am. Whether it's Precious, I'm Precious for so many different reasons. I'm strong for so many different reasons. If I give up what is worth to me more than what money can ever buy, money cannot buy strength. Money cannot buy survival. I mean, you can buy things to try to survive, but you can't buy the knowledge in which to use these tools. If you give this away, if you drain yourself, your energy, your peace, your love, whatever, if you give that away, it's going to take you so much more time trying to get it back. But you'll get it back with interest. That's the good part about it. Because the interest is what you've learned through the time of you building and creating and growing once you've given up. Because we all we all lose parts of ourselves. This is the morphine. But character is made up of principles and morals. And without these things, without principles, morals, values, you are just a body. You can wear makeup, you can be stylish. You can have a character you can put on masks. We all know how to put on masks. When I take this mask off, when I take the makeup off, when I take the clothes off and I'm just bare of me, who are you? Are you just a body or are you more? Always ask yourself this. Now, you need the balance of knowing and understanding and not just from your seat, but from other angles as well from other seats you need to be able to see it from other people's sides other angles now I'm not saying be like me and forgive and forget that's completely up to you but for me to move on to not hold a grudge to not just hold on to something but to move how I need to, not lose sleep, my peace not disturbed, my thought, my thought barrier not disturbed, not broken, trying to move on and levees breaking in my head and stuff. I look at it from all sides, from all angles to protect myself, my side, to continue to go throughout life, grow and flourish. Now, to kind of to kind of go back on when i said the balance of knowing and understanding is is not just from your own seat and from other people's seats so you need to be able to understand roles to understand the angle in which you're looking at. 
take into account dependent and this is dependent on how close somebody is to you how you know the layers of the situation if it's not that important you do not have to look at every angle of everything you're just gonna drive yourself crazy for that it's good sometimes you may do it when you're driving oh you know sometimes you had just you might just go back anyway but when i talk about that i'm talking about things that are crucially important to who you are who you want to be and the influences that are around you that is where you really want to take an account into everything somebody's putting into you taken from you what you're putting into people taken from people so forth and so on and this is so like i said you can continue to go throughout life and grow and flourish, thrive, all that good stuff. Years will pass and we all will change for better or for worse. And that is completely up to us. Nobody else, unless somebody's forced you, completely different story. But if you're not being forced, you're not being threatened, it's only you, like, like they say, you're, you're your own enemy. It's completely up to us how we grow, how we change. When going through trials and tribulations, you must learn a lesson. That life, you cannot turn a blind eye. Because in the end, you will be the one that is stuck with you and alone with yourself and your thoughts, everything you did. Your youth keeps you energized and going. Getting older makes you realize a lot of things you may have ignored when you were in your 20s and stuff. Not because you didn't know better then or resources wasn't given to you then to help you, but because of whatever excuse you gave yourself to harm or hold back yourself from certain kinds of peace that when you get older, you have no choice but to sit and go over. Because it'll be evident in the people you've interacted with throughout your years. <clears throat> with the goals you had for yourself when you reflect back to who you were before. But I myself, I've even held myself back for years and I am still learning parts of myself that I need to change or improve on. This is any and everybody. See, for me, I'm open-minded to faults and viewing of other angles and that means looking at myself because I want to truly enjoy my youth. So when I'm slowing down. I'm not weighed down by my past. And with what ifs and what if shoulda couldas. While I am able, I will. So I will continue to learn, observe, and pass on. It's my duty, it's my responsibility. As I coincide with other individuals, as I raise my child, as my mother says, you have not arrived until you are no longer. Meaning 
We have a lot to learn on this earth until we are no longer on this earth. So self versus self, self versus man, self versus world, self versus higher power. These are the many different ways we are molded or our character is developed. The many ways we learn both to understand and to know. When you value something or someone, you protect them or you protect it. And who you protect that thing or person from how you do it is by understanding its value to you and knowing how to keep it safe and protect it. So learn how to value you first. Now, yeah, I gotta kick some self-love because it starts with you, Michael Jackson, man in the mirror. Your time, your energy, your future. Learn how to understand what makes you, you. What makes you tick? What makes you calm? Dig deep to know what you stand for and how you stand for it. Now, what moves you? What moves you have made to get where you are? What moves you? What moves you need to make to go where you want to go? Where you're making moves to go? Get to know your higher power to understand your higher self. Get to know the world in which you live in to understand the world you want to thrive in. As I said, life and situations come in many layers and as you grow, you will be equipped with the eyes for different things given to you by these things you experience. But you have to learn your lessons. We have to learn our lessons. We have to be open-minded. We have to be quiet sometimes. We have to sit and think. We have to sit and question ourselves. We have to really be honest with ourselves. What could we have done differently? What could we have said differently? How can we think differently? Be more open-minded than just what's more convenient to us. And also sometimes, how can we step back from things? How can we process, get rid of things that we don't need? Improvement, improvement, improvement. Knowing and understanding. Understanding and knowing. Each other has a part to play with each other. Thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful, at first it was sunny-ish, but now it's pretty sunny, Sunday. I hope you enjoyed today's content. As I mentioned last session, The Moral Code has its own website and the baby is still being made. Progress is still on track. 
I just got school and work and baby and house. But we're getting there one brick at a time as we build. I will be promoting my own line called Black Sheeps, inspired by the experience of a wonderful diverse group of family created from experience, brung together throughout life. Keep on coming back and invite some friends to listen in. Soon I will have specials coming your way with guest speakers, live conversations, promoting businesses, putting you on, you put me on, whatever, and all sorts of things of that nature. I am Precious Williams, your host for Precious Words, The Moral Code, and I will talk to you again soon.